People these days have it so easy. They've got stuff like alcohol or weed if they want to relax their mind. Back in my day, you had to struggle for your high. Used to be my favorite pastime was an honest day's work. When I wanted to get high, I had to absorb the cosmic energies of the universe into my skin. Boy, did that hurt. You think UV rays are bad? How about the pure unfiltered energy of space flowing through your body? I still get nightmares. But anyway, welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that will never forget the searing pain of a thousand suns scorching all at once. I'm Griffin. I'm Sam. That was fucking back. That was fucking amazing, man. That was absolutely amazing. <laughs> I muted my mic as soon as you said my favorite past that was an honest day's work. <laughs> I could that's why I burst it out. I couldn't fucking do it anymore. <laughs> oh my fucking god. What a great intro. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't spoil yourself on it. I'm really glad I didn't either, especially the only show line. You know what's really funny is someone started following me and I started following them. This person who makes a podcast about how to grow your podcast, which is ironic. Oh. And they were mentioning like people with these long intros and shit. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what if the intro has nothing to do with the episode? What if it's just <laughs> fucking insanity? We've got to make our intros longer and less coherent. That's the one issue I have with most of my intros is that they're fucking paragraphs. <laughs> Welcome back to, as of today, the third highest ranking show on Algid Productions. Hell to yeah. To be fair, due to a technicality. Hey, we take it. You know what? We will always yeah, take it. Yeah, we will it. absolutely always take it. But it's really funny to me because like, it went from us being like, we're the eighth highest ranked. We have like 202. And us being like, yeah, we're so awesome. To us moving down to the ranks to ninth and then immediately jumping up to third because we added 750. Well, that, that's like our, our views from our older content. But still, it is it is an insane yeah. job. I mean, to be fair, by the end of this year, we definitely would have earned that. If 11 weeks and 200 downloads. And we would probably would have grown that pace, honestly. I think we, yeah, hopefully we could have jumped yeah. up. Yeah, we're so yeah, happy. We, look, we're just speeding the clock up a little bit, you know. I do feel kind of bad for everyone else that we were like vying for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel a little bad. Yeah, we, we, we just jumped to the front of the yep. line. But that's because our content's just that damn good. And we're excited to keep bringing it to you. This week Trust. is going to be a shorter news-heavy week with a little bit of what we watch when we play in because a lot of new stuff came out that we are both interested in that I have seen. Griffin is not, as always. Naturally. I mean, of course, of course. Well, what else do you expect? I don't mean to throw you under the bus, but at this point, it's kind of like, what are you watching? Succession. Uh, I mean, we're both doing the same thing, though, for what we play in. It's just Fortnite. And Baldur's yeah, Gate. Basically. Yeah. Some things really just never change. Now, what do you want to start with first? Let's start with the annoying, shitty gaming news. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely. I sent this to you today, right? Yeah. I looked into like the story that's coming out. So stupid. Oh, if you read the story, then you've done more than me. So you do. It's basically just, it, it, there's nothing like official, I guess, yet. It's just that Ubisoft announced that they're planning to make all of their games sort of into a subscription service. I don't know if they're like an app or something where you pay for it, but they're basically going to have like, you won't buy any of their games like Assassin's Creed or whatever, any, whatever shitty Ubisoft game is coming out. You, but you won't buy any of their games. You'll just have to purchase like a pass to be able to play it. And so it'll go on like a monthly subscription basis rather than just 
one time buying a game and owning it. I don't know when they plan to transition into that or how they're going to start doing it. I imagine they'd start out by doing something like like the Game Pass and then transition away from just like being able to buy their games at all. Like that'll be the only way to get stuff. But we'll see. It really fucking sucks. Really don't. And I'm glad you brought up Game Pass because I'm sure a lot of like a lot of defenders of this, which I'm sure there's only two of, will be like, what about Game Pass? Like you don't technically own those games, but Game Pass is very fucking different. Yeah, Game Pass is a fucking bargain and all the games that are available on it, you can still buy with any other way. It's just literally a bargain for you to get like temporary games for very, very cheap. You can get a lot of things like like that you only want to play for a short amount of time and then not play again. Exactly. Like it, it, it's very different. Again, if you want to own the game, you have the chance to do that, but you just can play it for free if you have Game Pass. It's a big difference. Yeah, you don't see anyone from Microsoft coming out and going, get comfortable with never owning your games anymore. Yeah. Which, shittiest business practice on the fucking planet. Yeah, phrasing it like that is just extremely, extremely stupid. (laughs) Like, come on. I feel like I have not seen something so dumb be said in the gaming sphere of information than when Unity was like, we're going to start charging everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, that's this, that's the level of stupidity I got from just the, the, the title. The level of just, like, bad business decisions that were What's really upsetting is, like, apparently there is, a like, a way they looked at the numbers and went, this is okay, which is baffling to me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure they, like, crunched some numbers and they were like, well, we, we see that we could make more money off of people just having a subscription rather than like the sales we make in our games. And so like it would make financial sense for them to do that. And I'm sure they looked at like a bunch of other bullshit too, like amount of people who like once they start a subscription, they'll never like get rid of it. So they'll just be paying a monthly cost, not doing anything with it. Like if you're paying, I don't know how much it is, like let's say 10 bucks a month. And like in January, you just didn't play any Ubisoft games and you just fucking wasted $10 in that, in that the month. The only issue with... Ubisoft doing this is that they're actually thinking that people are going to want to play their games. Yeah, this is a, this is a big downside because like, yes, it's a really shitty and like evil business decision and really hope that more places don't switch to this. But the difference is, yeah, this is like Ubisoft. It's not like Nintendo. Like I, I could see Nintendo doing something this shitty, but the thing is people would have to deal with it if it was Nintendo because they want to play their games. Yeah. If you're Ubisoft, you're lucky that people play your terrible games every year. I mean, that's what happens when you just reskin a single game over and over and over again and then expect people to be okay with that. Yeah, like basically every person that I've seen fucking does not like the Avatar game. Those like the most recent Ubisoft one. Yeah, I figured nobody would like it. Yeah, because again, it's just the same Ubisoft game packaged again under a different skin. Nobody liked the last Far Cry either, right? And that's basically exactly what this is. It's just Far Cry, but you're a blue person. Yeah, I know. I know the Assassin's Creed games aren't like critically successful, but I, I think they do commercially very well. Like a lot of people really really like the Assassin's Creed game, so that feels like their big selling point. Like their only selling yeah, point. Yeah, even in the article, the picture that they used is from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, of course. Which you know isn't a bad sign that you don't have other games. That explains why they never fucking use Rayman anymore. It's because it's not an open world game where you climb a radio tower. Yeah, it's not something that they can just easily market and do the same thing for. They'd have to actually try to make a Rayman. Game. Yep. Ubisoft um, Rainbow Six, or is that Yes, they are Rainbow Six. Which, what are you going to, like, how can you make that subscription-based? Because people have already bought Yeah, that's the only one that I could see being a subscription-based thing, is if it went, like, free-to-play. Or not free-to-play, but, like, instead of buying it, you pay a subscription. But, yeah, a lot of people already have paid for it. So if you're really, really shitty. I've paid for it. Oh, you have? I played it for a bit, yeah. Do you remember, like, when we had Joe on? 
Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. No, he told me it would be fun to play. So we played a few times together. And then after we stopped playing together, I just kept going. But I, I, I sucked too hard. <laughs> the important thing, though, is that you now own that game. You should be able to play it whenever you want because you purchase yes. it. <laughs> also, here's a bigger question. If it's going to be subscription-based, do you need an internet connection to play the games? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm like 100% That's sure you will. fucking stupid. Yes. Yes, it is extremely stupid. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Netflix for games has never worked. I don't think it's ever worked once. Nope, because there's a big difference with Netflix or whatever or something like that where you want a multi-service. A lot of movies or shows you only want to watch once. For games, a lot of them you want to own or play over like a long period of time, especially if it's something like you know, like Rainbow Six Siege or any like, of the over 100 hour yeah. Assassin's Creed games. Like, yeah, or a big game like Baldur's Gate or even free-to-play games. Could you imagine if you had to pay a monthly subscription to play Baldur's Gate? I simply would never have played it. <laughs> also, speaking of Baldur's Gate, Larry and the company that the studio that makes Baldur's Gate just announced that like any of their games will never go on to a subscription service. Like they they literally just announced that they would never do that. That's good. Fuck Ubisoft. We don't want to play any of your games early or be invited to any press conferences. Actually, we do. We we will we will sell our souls. Actually, I don't feel like we would because we don't really play Ubisoft games. Yeah. There, there's no Ubisoft games that either of us are really like huge. I mean, on. I was big on Assassin's Creed, but they fucked that up. So. Yeah, that was back in the day. Yep. Wop wop. <laughs> well, big, big wop. Yeah, literally, like you said, you're Ubisoft. You are like playing a very, very risky game if you're trying to get people to um, pay a subscription to play your games. That will turn so many people off. Imagine like if like when Fortnite was trying to get big, if they had, if it had been a subscription-based Battle Royale when all the others were free to play. It never, no one ever would have played it. No one ever would have no, played it. No, absolutely not. Never mind their like long running IPs like Assassin's Creed or whatever. People those already have fan bases. Imagine they're like trying to get a new game off the ground. Like remember like the bike racing or whatever sport one that they released recently. No, I'm trying to get convince people to play that and be like or a new game that you made. Like oh yeah, also you have to get the Ubisoft pass if you want to play it instead of just buying the game or ha- or having it be free to play. You are never going to convince anyone to play that. People never. already hate getting a new launcher, and that's not even costing money. Yeah, people hate having to install that. That doesn't do anything. So this is never going to work. This guy's going to get fired immediately. It's going to mm-hmm. be so funny. All right. Can we talk about the Jew tunnels? Yes, yeah, we can. Okay. Before we talk about this, I must make the disclaimer. I am Jewish, but I do not know everything that happened around this. So we probably will say some stuff that is wrong, but we wanted to talk about this because it's so fucking funny. And also, it really has nothing to do with, like, the religious part of it. That's just, like, what the story is. It's really just more silly than anything. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So, for those who don't know, in New York, police found illegal tunnels being built underneath a New York synagogue that just seemed to be stretching out for no fucking reason. Yeah, they they just like stretched so far. I don't I don't even know where they were going because some of them like opened up in like the sewer system or something because they, they opened up like underneath streets. I honestly have no fucking clue what they were for either. I have heard that it's like because they wanted to like control the land or whatever, but that doesn't, I don't know how much of that's true. I even heard yeah. rumors that it was like being used for human trafficking, which is blatantly false. There is no evidence to support that. That is an insane thing to say. 
Yeah. It's just like insanely funny that for some unknown reason, these Orthodox Jews were just fucking digging under New York. Yeah, yeah. Also, this is the middle of New York City in, was it Manhattan or Brooklyn? It was in Brooklyn. (laughs) Just in the middle of the city. The absolute funniest part of the whole thing is that some people who like, because they're literally digging like under and around like apartment buildings because they're just like whatever buildings that were like neighboring the synagogue, I guess they were going underneath. And so people who lived in those apartment buildings could like tell and hear what was going on. They couldn't exactly tell what they could hear like noises and stuff. So people were hearing like someone living in the apartment, especially was, was like tweeting about they were hearing Yiddish coming from underneath their apartment. And they were like, there's no basement in this apartment. I live on the first floor i'm hearing yiddish underneath me <laughs> okay yeah the guy's name is I'm, I'm looking at the tweets right now his name is richard strotcher i'm not S-T-R-O-C-H-E-R. sure s-t-r-o-c-h-e-r i'm very sorry that i cannot pronounce your last name why did my brain keep going stroker that's clearly not what it is yeah. but in november 7th 2023 he tweeted out there are jews living under my apartment i hear them It's like they are digging or something. For the record, I live at ground level and we do not have a basement. And then on December 11th, he tweets out again, I swear to God, I keep hearing Yiddish under the floor in my New York apartment. I live at ground level and we have no basement. (laughs) Which again, if you have no context for this and you don't know the story of how there actually were tunnels underneath him, this sounds like the most insane person in the entire city. (laughs) He even said, I had to delete the original post because people called him schizophrenic and anti-Semitic. Yeah. Which, to be fair, if I was reading those without any context, I would think he was crazy too. He was, yeah, he was out of his fucking mind. (laughs) But could you imagine the fucking vindication this man felt? Did you see the the tweet that he posted? Like, I think he quote tweeted a story about it as soon as like the news broke about it, basically just saying, I am not crazy. The best was he went, I am not crazy. And then also some of you owe me an apology. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll fully give him that apology. Who could have fucking called it? Exactly. Like we were saying, who the fuck would have believed him? Okay, according to factcheck.org, the tunnel apparently resulted from a dispute between two sects over a synagogue expansion. So it was just them basically being like, we have this land already. You can't build on it. Were they like, fuck you, we'll build under it? Pretty much. I don't know why you're like, we don't want to deal with the red tape. We'll just fucking dig like Andy Dufresne in the Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, didn't they even check if the synagogue had, like, like the fucking poster from the Shawshank I just would love to know what went through their minds. Like, do you think one of them looked at the other and went, do you think this is a little extreme? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this is not necessarily, like, fucking keep digging? <laughs> I wish I knew what Brooklyn synagogue it was. I would go visit there all the fucking time. That would be my new synagogue of choice. <laughs> yeah. Because think about how interesting that be. Oh, where are you going for Rosh Hashanah? I'm going to the Tunnel Synagogue. Oh, you know the one. You know that one. <laughs> the one where they were dragged out. Yeah, uh, also, after the story broke, because they were, like, illegally breaking zoning laws and shit like that, people were arrested. <laughs> like, like the, the fucking police showed yeah, up. Yeah, and they wouldn't come out of the tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, and I love it. 
it's like when like when, like a high school party or something gets broken up and people just run in all directions. Like if you, pe- people were just in the tunnel and just started running. Can you out. imagine like they just go underground and they just see a bunch of Jews digging? It's like scatter. Like I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's probably the most insane thing that happened. This Let's week. go on to what is also a very fucking weird story. Yeah. Very insane. Which is Verbal Ace, a, what is he? I don't know what he is really. He's a, a YouTuber. He's known for making rap battle videos. Um, like I feel like his content kind of blew up somewhat recently, maybe like a year or two ago for one that was like Thanos versus, or no, sorry, it's not rap battles. It's beatbox battles. He had one video that was like Thanos versus Darkseid beatbox battle that like blew up or became a meme said a year or two ago. He was... Pretty big from that. Why did he come back into the spotlight? So, some background. For those of you who do not know, there is a show coming out on Amazon in a few weeks or days. I don't really know when it comes out. But the show is called Has Been Hotel. Got very big on YouTube and got like bought by A24 and is now going to be on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's got a very big following behind it. Like when it was an internet series, it had a very big following behind it's it. It's one of the same people that did Hell of a Boss. and. Verbal Ace, I don't know if this was a lapse in judgment or whatnot or something, decided to spend $50,000 on essentially a softcore porn music video featuring Charlie, the main character of Hasbin Hotel. And it is as weird as you think it is. It's as, as creepy as you can imagine, too. Because it, 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 it's like a fan fiction video for him. Absolutely. I don't understand why he did this. Again, not to forget, he spent $50,000 on this. 50 fucking thousand. I I think um, a big part of the controversy is that he had like posted that his shows or like the content he created on YouTube was like needed funding or like he needed help on Patreon to to get support for it. So he had set up a Patreon and $50,000 of what he raised on Patreon went towards this. That is insane. Not only did it go towards this, but he didn't just keep it to himself. Yeah, I, I don't know how the fuck this got shared. It's like really, really insane. No sane person would look at that and go, people will get where I'm coming from for 50,000 fucking dollars. By the way, 50,000 is the rounded up number. It's actually 47,000. I'm looking at oh, like, sorry, no, sorry. I'm, I'm reading more information about it as we speak. Fucking crazy shit, dude. No, that is insane. There were even rumors that like the animation was made by a 15-year-old, which is 100% false. That is not true. Apparently, this got made all the way back in November of 2021 or something. Mm-hmm. And it, it just came out now or he, he released well, it? Well, no, somebody leaked it that doesn't like him. How the fuck did, would they have found that? I don't know. He must have shared it with them at some point, right? I, I guess so. Yeah, he, he was he was like very proud of it and, and shared it. That's insane. Also, apparently, nobody knows why he did it, which is crazy. Well, it, it's just because he's a he's fucking weird. I guess it, it exposed his like his likes for everyone, but it it's the fucking creepiest, weirdest shit ever. Because again, this is like a random fucking TV show that he he had this video custom made for him for an insane price. Yeah, it's just like the content of it is weird, and the fact that it costs so much is weird. It's just odd. It's not as odd as say Jewish people digging tunnels under your apartment and speaking yeah, Yiddish loud quite. enough to where they he- to where the people living above you hear it, but it's still weird. 
It's still very, yeah. very weird. It's also one of those things where, like, if you if you haven't seen the video, hopefully you don't have to. But it's it's I feel like it's become like a, a jump scare, a jump scare or something like that, where it just shows up everywhere. I have seen so many fucking people talking about this stupid video, and I don't want to see. Even it. we're fucking talking about it because it's yeah. probably like in our realm of information, it's the biggest thing. Yeah, or we're talking about it, but we're not showing it. I see a lot of people like showing your clips or pictures of no. it. I would recommend not fucking watching it. Obviously. No, yeah. no, I don't want people coming up to us and being like, hey, you guys forgot about this. What do you think of this? This is what we think of it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dudes running running through Roku City, apparently. From the clips I've seen, it does look like that. You, like, you know when you leave your Roku on and it turns to the yeah, city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I know Roku City. Yeah, apparently that's exactly what it looks like, which, again, is very, very funny. All right. Should we do a quick what we watch and what we play in before we head out? Yeah, we can do we can do a quick one beside this. Probably not much for me, but I know you've been watching some things. Yes, and I, because I know there are also things that you want to know about. Well, one you can't watch. Unfortunately. So the Percy Jackson show came out a few weeks ago, and I have been watching it, and I have really been liking it. This is definitely a lot more faithful than the uh, than the movies. The, the movies? The, the infamous yes. movies? Yes, and the episode I just watched, they went into like the Lotus Casino, which was really cool. It happened very differently than it does in the books. But mm-hmm. I still really liked it. It was a good episode. And it ends with them basically going, we are no longer really following the books that much. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Why? I don't know. Well, I, I assume it's because like Rick Royden had an idea and he's probably like, oh yeah, it's a good idea. And he just went with it. But it's like a big moment that happens in the books. Well, something that doesn't happen in the books happens in the show. And I'm not going to spoil it for mm-hmm. you, but okay. it's just odd. It's an odd choice. Odd inclusion of, of that part that that's not in the yeah, books. Yeah, it's an odd change. Because again, it worked well in the books. Why are you not just doing it on screen? Mm-hmm. Why not just translate it to yeah, the screen? Yeah, there's probably a reason. I have also been watching The Head Show, which I know you were asking me about this morning. I'm very interested because I, I've been seeing clips that are fucking cracking me up. They're like very, very funny. But also... Until like today or yesterday, I had literally no idea that it existed. It is apparently now the highest watched original series on Peacock. Wow, that's insane. To be sure, it makes sense. It is Seth MacFarlane. He's kind of everywhere right now. Yeah, that's true. But also, I feel like um, I only ever saw the first Ted movie, but I I, I liked it. Like I, I liked the, the first, but I heard the second one wasn't that great. So like I was I when I first heard about it, I was like, whatever, it's the Ted show. I'm sure it's like fine. But apparently, it's like really really funny. And and all the clips I've seen are like hilarious. Like what clips have you seen? I saw the one about like. <laughs> I won't be able to like say it exactly, but he's like, "Oh, we, we used to have an in, an Indian kid at the school, but they got oh him. my god, that's in the first episode. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking funny! It's so funny. What do you mean they got him? Yeah, I really liked him too. Wait, 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 wait! But what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: like, I thought like all like the really funny scenes had been spoiled for me on like TikTok. No, does not fucking scratch the surface. The whole show is just really, really. The good. whole show is really fucking good. I like that it's not really Family Guy or American Dad. It is Ted. It's not like, you think that's bad. Although they do make a, remember that time I did this joke and I thought it was really funny. It, it, it's not just Family Guy cutaways, which I think it's all Family Guy. Yeah, is it's now. not just that. I don't think there's a single cutaway in the show, actually, the more I think about it. But there's like, there's seven episodes. They're all really fucking funny. And every one in the show does like, such a good job 
there's there's one episode where Ted thinks he's Jesus, and it's so oh, funny. No. <laughs> I, I also do love from from the clips that I've seen the guy playing like the younger I don't know the character's name, not Ted. The guy playing younger Mark Wahlberg is doing a really good Mark Wahlberg impression. He really is. It's it's very impressive. It's really fucking funny. I also love the mom and the dad. I think they're fantastic. The guy that plays the dad was in the Orville, another Seth MacFarlane thing. Oh, right. What's right. also really funny is you hear voices and you can tell, like, oh, this guy was on Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, you can pick them out from like random characters in Family exactly. Guy. Exactly. It's so funny. <laughs> I really loved it. We watched it like within two days. Like, all of it. Me and my girlfriend. She has never seen Ted. She thought it was really funny, too. That's the thing, too. I, I feel like a lot of the jokes just kind of, like, like work on their own. Like, they don't need the, like, setup of it being Ted or it being, like, based on the movies or anything. They're just, like, good jokes. Yeah. They are just good jokes, and that's why it works. I really liked it. I, I really hope they make a season two. I, I feel like, though, if it's getting this much love, it will get a season two. It has two. to. It's making them so much money. But the last thing I saw, because I am a furry... Uh, the last thing I saw was uh, the final season of Sonic Prime, which was good. It was I didn't good. like the ending. I liked everything leading up to the ending, but the ending itself, I thought, sucked. Mm. Is it the ending of the entire show or the series? Yeah, because something happens in the ending, and you don't really fully understand what happened. Like, they kind of don't really explain it. They're just like, oh, this happened. There's a few things that I was just kind of like, well, what about all the other characters? We don't see what happens to them. What happened to all of them? Like all these characters, you really grew and they all had their fucking arcs resolved. I want to see how their lives are now, but you don't get to see it and kind of sucks. I mean, maybe they could do another season, but it really does not feel like they're going to. They just need to do a better job of wrapping it up. I mean, I get it, but it, it wrapped up in a way where I was like, maybe one more episode? Nope. But eh, what are you going to do? It's Sega. Yeah, but overall, it was a good show for what I it was. I actually thought it was really fucking good, especially the last season. Like, the last season was essentially one giant action scene, and I really Damn. fucking liked it. I was like, ooh, look at the colors. This is completely unrelated, but I got a comment on my Celeste video, and it was like, the bottom of the list, I don't like this level because it's a puzzle level. And then his third pick, ooh, a puzzle level at a platformer. I love it. And I just responded to him. I just like the pretty colors, dude. <laughs> One had pretty colors and the others did it. That's what's important to me. <laughs> yeah, I like the colors, dude. And all joking aside, have you actually been watching anything like or rewatching anything? Really? No. <laughs> there just haven't been any shows like that are coming out or anything that I've been keeping up with at all. It really. makes sense. It's, a, it's like we're in like a weird lull. Yeah. Oh, I've also watched Echo, that new fucking Marvel show. Oh, right, right. It's good. It's trying to be more like the Netflix shows, but. You can tell, like, somebody at Disney was like, pull it back. You can't get too violent. You can't do this. You can't do that. Because it always seems like they're one step away from, like, being as dark as the Netflix shows. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, though, right? Because it, it is M-rated. It is mature. So they could have gone as far as they wanted. But I feel like just because it's on Disney+, Plus, right, they still want to rein it yeah. in. And, like, some of the action scenes are really fucking good. And some of them really suck. But... I do think it is still among the better things for Marvel recently. Just because they are M-rated and they're willing to like kind of go above and beyond some other projects. Also, done. I absolutely applaud them for ha using a deaf character and just having everyone in the show use sign language, essentially. Because like a lot of the times they'll be like, oh, you can read lips. 
no, she can't read lips. She needs the sign language. And I kind of like that as someone who can never fucking read lips. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like in shows when they, they always just act like every character can just read lips instantly and has no issue at all with that. Yeah. Also, it did bring back Kingpin and fucking Daredevil, so... True, which are some of the best characters that they have, yeah, right? Yeah, Daredevil shows up in the first episode and then never comes back. Like, Daredevil's been showing up all over a bunch of different Marvel, Marvel things, right? Because he was in Spider-Man for a second. He sure. was in Spider-Man, he was in She-Hulk, and now he's in this. And he's still and getting he's got his, his own, own show. show coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I heard is no longer a reboot. It's a continuation. So, yay! But yes, that is all I've been watching, and I've been playing Fortnite. What have you been playing? Is it... Um, Overwatch or Fortnite? I have been playing a little bit of Overwatch, just a little bit. I said this before, but I, I always feel like Overwatch is a fun game to play occasionally. Like, like it's always as fun as long as you don't take it too seriously. Like, I could not imagine myself ever playing competitive Overwatch. It just seems like such a fucking nightmare. But playing like with friends once in a while, it's it's still a really fun. It game. It definitely is fun. I'll give it that. I wouldn't say it's good. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. The balance is all over the place. A lot of characters are like terrible. <laughs> yeah, characters are either like completely broken or like terrible. But it's still a lot of fun to. Play. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I've been playing Fortnite. I've been playing Baldur's Gate. That's basically how it. close to done are you with Baldur's Gate? I thought it was close. Okay, I I did like two more major end game bosses recently, so I think I'm like actually almost running out of things to do in Baldur's Gate. Like I said, my this playthrough, I'm trying to do basically everything, so I'm trying to do like every single quest that I can, but I think I'm almost done. I think I've almost done everything, and I'm ready for the final boss. See, I feel like you say that, but at the last moment, Baldur's Gate's going to be like an entirely new area. Take it. Yeah. Actually, there's still 50 more hours of game left. Sorry, but sorry, yeah. buddy. Sorry that you have three more major bosses, according to Jordan. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm close-ish. Close-ish. Ish. The emphasis on it, it's, it still baffles me how big that game is and how functional it is. Well, <laughs> Act 3 starts to dip into not functional. I was very, very annoyed because there's one quest, it's like a really long quest that you're supposed to be doing throughout all of Act 3, and I finally finished it, and I go to turn it in, and the fucking quest is bugged, and it doesn't work, and I can't turn it in and like get the reward. No. This is really, oh. really frustrating and really stupid. Like, there's nothing I can do. The only thing I can do is hope that it gets fixed. There's, like, a couple small things like that, or, like, a single quest doesn't work, or, like, an NPC doesn't work, right, or something like that. There's a couple small things like that in Act 3 where they, they don't really have that in, in other acts. Like, the other acts have a lot more polish, I think. But it's still really good. Like, all the endgame boss fights and all the stuff you can do and, like, all the really, really sick weapons and, and things that you can get in Act 3 more than make up for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I had a fucking boss fight recently against, like, a blizzard dragon that was super super an sick. ice gliok sure close enough basically That's all i think about when i hear ice dragon yeah and I, I think also like once you get to the max level like the amount of things that you can do and like builds you can have is like really really sick and i feel like the team that i have is like super fucking powerful now now it, it, it's just a lot of fun especially once you get to like the end yeah of the it does sound like fun with that said i don't think i'm ever gonna beat the game because it's too damn long <laughs> yep <laughs> i've been playing a little more alan wake too Oh, I yeah. just beat the chapter that takes place in like this old folks home. That was just, I fucking, God fucking damn it. The game does such a good job with atmosphere, but I got to this boss and like, it's just this old woman in like a nightgown floating and shit. And I'm like, she's been scary the whole time, but it takes me out of the immersion when I put fucking six shotgun rounds into her and unload two clips and she's still coming. And at, one, at a certain point, I'm like, for fuck's sake, just die. But you know what? I beat it. I'm going to move on. I wonder if I'll beat Alan Wake 2 before you beat Baldur's Gate 3. 
Probably, you honestly probably will. I mean, to be fair, it also depends how much of other games I'm playing as yeah. well. Well, also, it, it also depends on how much, how many side quests you're going to do. Yeah, that's true. But I, I really am like running out of side quests to be able to even do. I think I've explored most of the game at this point. But yeah, because like if I'm playing a lot more like Fortnite, then I'm not going to have as much time for Baldur's Gate. So it really depends. I don't think you need to play any more Fortnite. You've already got the bird is the word emote. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I, I reached essentially the max level because I already got yes, that. Yes, exactly. There's no reason to keep going. I think that's it for me. That's it for me, All too. All right. A, a shorter one this week, but uh, still a goodie. Still fun stuff to talk about, you know? Hopefully mm-hmm. this week will give us a lot more nubbins to talk about. For sure. Yeah, a lot more nubbins. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to watch Ted this week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I that's will. something we can talk about next week. All right. Until then, thank you all for stopping by. Get the hell out of here. I'm, I'm keeping it more PG. Yeah. Get the heck out of here. Thank you for tuning into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.